This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Yo, what's up, guys? You like our podcast? You want to make your own? You have all the power, all the resources you need to make your own podcast. That's right. If you haven't heard about Anchor by Spotify, let me give you a rundown. Basically, it's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. And here's how it works. Anchor lets you record and edit podcasts right from your phone or your computer. So no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast to the most popular listening platforms, including Spotify with a single tap. Anchor is also the only place you can publish video podcasts to Spotify, which is super important. With Anchor, creators can earn money in a variety of ways, including ads and podcast subscriptions. That's right. And best of all, Anchor is totally free. So download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. That is anchor.fm to get started. It's what we use. We get a little kickback from it and we appreciate it. So if you guys want your own podcast, go to Anchor. .fm to get started. Peace. Hello and welcome to Anatomy of Marriage Radio. I'm your host, Melanie Studley. What's up, guys? My name is Seth Studley. I'm a licensed marriage and family therapist. Happy Monday to you. Welcome back. We're ready to dive straight in. Um, Our show is real help for real couples because we went through a really hard time in our marriage and couldn't find the resources we wanted, so Mm -hmm. we made them. That's right. Welcome. Every day of the week, we go live on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube, and And you can join us. Mm -hmm. You can ask your questions during the show, or you can send them in to hello at anatomyofmarriage.com and get them answered on the show. All right. And today's show is brought to you, as always, (laughs) by the Anatomy of Marriage Couples Counseling app that's fast, fun, and never boring because we made it. That's right. We made it. We wanted a resource. We couldn't find it, so we made it. Right. If you didn't notice, there's a theme. There is a theme. <laughs> if <laughs> uh, So it's like, um, we're trying to be resourceful. If it ain't broke, don't fix it kind of thing. Uh, but if it's see. broke, fix it. If it's broke, fix it. And uh, what is it? Um, ingenuity is the... Mo- no. Uh, something- Necessity is the mother of invention. That's right. So we're particular people. We want stuff how we want it. And I'm a licensed therapist. So we know some stuff, and we made all this. All this is because it wasn't here before, right? So hopefully you guys are getting some value out of it. And today, well, we do four things on AOM Radio. We pray, we uh, share our gratitude, and then an intention. And then fourthly, we do uh, Q&A. No, um, uh, conversation starters starters from our app. So, Mm -hmm. okay, guys, let's jump in. I'll pray. Before we do that, we encourage you to do this with your partner. Mm -hmm. Pray, do your gratitude and your intention, and do the conversation starters. All right. All right. Thank you, God, Creator, for your blessings. Thank you for this time that we get to have to uh, be intentional, to share what we know, and also to receive what other people know. God, I pray this is helpful to people who listen, because we know it's helpful for us. Thank you, God. Amen. Amen. Okay. I am thankful for many things, but one will start out. You got a big picture that sits above uh, my my desk that we got from Starbucks uh, and it says what does it say loved you then love you still always have always will right and that is important hashtag impor- hobby lobby for the win hashtag hobby lobby that's right and that's important because 
well, one, it looks nice. It fills up the space, right? It's right above where I do a lot of journaling and computer work and working stuff. And it's very important, right? Because of our relationship and the things that we go through, it's a good reminder that you do love me. Mm-hmm. And I am very thankful for that. So, You're thanks. welcome. So, uh, since we are doing our gratitudes, we're sharing mm-hmm. a thing that we're thankful for. I am incredibly thankful that you let me do some. I let like you let me go shopping. I know that sounds really stupid, but well, I'm very. I don't let you. No, you do because I. That is how I function. I oh, okay. I want the permission to say, is it all right to spend this money? So I am so thankful because I realize every single thing in my closet is gray or black. And I'm so tired of gray and black. Which now you're wearing green and some, I, know, uh, like I don't know what color that is. Nude skin tone for white people's tone. And so I'm really happy. I got tons of clothes. Again, like all clearance. <laughs> but that even that brings me joy. Well, so you're thrifty. Thank I you. am. So thank you for letting me do that and giving me that time. I really, really appreciate it. It sounds like I'm an oppressive oligarch. You can think it sounds that way all you want. <laughs> but to me, it feels like love. Okay, good. Like it, Men, I, I would like your perspective on that because Melanie says, thank you for letting me spend money. And never, never, not once ever in the history have I said, don't spend money. No. You're spending too much money. Yeah. You can't do that. I've never, ever been like that. But she respects it that way. So yeah, I do. that's good. Hannah, what's up, girlfriend? Uh, <laughs> this is the first time I've ever actually watched y'all live and I feel like I'm watching celebrities. Oh. been listening to the podcast for three years. Three I'm years. I'm so glad. Isn't that weird? We've been doing a podcast for three years. That is, that I'm is so crazy. glad that you're here. You're and, a celebrity. Um, Thank you. You are a celebrity in our eyes. You know what? We should have a three-year club from like folks <laughs> from the beginning. Like, like uh, P1 since day one on oh. 100.7 The Wolf in Washington. <laughs> P1 um, since day one. That's right. What's up, Derek? So, okay, you guys, one thing. Um, oh, intention. I just intend to be uh, present with you, and I got something to talk about later. Uh, but being uh, in spirit rather than mm-hmm. in ego. Right helps me to connect and is much more preferable than being just all goofy all the time. So uh, that's my intention. That's your uh, how you introduced that Seth did hypnotherapy oh, over right. the weekend. <laughs> being spirit, not an ego. Right. Uh, my intention is the same, like touch you more, love you more, share joy with you more and on purpose. And right. I think like we did a family meeting last night and it was like, if our house is not joyful and kind, then we are not succeeding. I ain't want to be here. Right. That's exactly right. And right? so that's my intention is to share more joy with you actively and well, good. lovingly. Thank you. So uh, JT, what's up? So do these things and together. Uh, um, Rochelle says, that's how it felt meeting you in person. <laughs> <laughs> Down in LA. That's right. We had an LA meetup and that was fun. So, okay. Okay. So we're going to, we're going to dive in today. Today we're talking about, well, there's a lot to talk about. Right. Obviously we didn't mm. show up for the podcast, I think Wednesday, Thursday or Friday and that was a a big deal it was something it was something new for us and it's cool because we are processing in real time here just like you guys are what's up t uh and yeah guess what we had a we had a, a big a big thing that brought up a lot of other big things and just like in anybody's marriage it it happens, right? And I and I believe when we talk about it, when we process it, when we go through it and share, mm-hmm. then we grow from it, y'all. So we grow from it. And like just to normalize it, uh, I grew up thinking the pastors or the CEOs or whatever were like, oh, up here, and they got all their ass together. Mm-hmm. And But that is not true. So just again, just because I'm a marriage and family therapist doesn't mean that we have all, all together. Like You're the, still a human. We're still human. And you guys are too. Uh, as evident by all the emails you guys sit in. And speaking of email, 
I want to kick it off with this email, then we'll dive into what we were talking about, okay? So, uh, let's see. Seth and Melanie, I discovered your podcast through one extraordinary marriage. What's up, Tony and Elisa? You guys go check out that show. It's good and absolutely love it. Your conversation fight this past week could not have come at a better time since lately I've been wondering how to approach my husband about our lack of emotional intimacy. I've uh, Well, it's, 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 this email is titled, Seth's Video Changed Our Relationship. And I was like, wow, that's crazy. Uh, I have always been aware of our deficit in the emotional intimacy department, but we have a physical touch. Uh, that is our common primary love language that has made it easy to ignore the emotional deficit. Because our physical connection is so strong and effortless, we have learned, uh, leaned on the emotional connection that is gained in a physically intimate relationship to compensate where we lacked in our verbal emotional connection. It's been obvious to me over the years that he finds emotionally charged conversations very difficult, just like I do, and avoids any hint of disagreement in our relationship. I've often wondered if we really get along as well as we, uh, as it, as well as it appears we do, or if it just seems like... Like it because he so expertly avoids hard conversations. Mm-hmm. I was actually going to write you guys and ask if this is something we could solve in our own on our own or if I needed the assistance of a marriage therapist. Then Seth posted his Facebook Live video on Thursday. Mm-hmm. As soon as the video started, my mouth fell open. I felt like I was being handed the guidebook to my husband. I stopped the video a few minutes in, started it over, and asked my husband to watch it with me. When the video ended, he was able to express to me how things Seth spoke about were true for him and how he identified identified with everything Seth said. Seth's video started a very honest and raw conversation for us. The things my husband has found too hard to say, Seth said for him. Ooh. I don't know how to thank you enough. My husband has committed to working on his part of his personality and I feel like we have just begun our journey into emotional intimacy. Wow. Oh, I'm sorry. I am also aware of my part in this new chapter. As he shifts and grows, I will need to shift and grow. As he changes, I will also change. As our relationship morphs into a new dynamic, I get to be flexible and responsive. Oh, I love that language. Mm -hmm. I get to learn how to listen, how to stop saving him by guessing and assuming how he's feeling. And we both get to learn what it looks like for him to be in disagreement with me. We get to hold hands and walk this new path together, and it's going to be great. I just became a partner, a patron slash partner of AOM, and I believe in what you are doing and hope that you continue for a long time to come. Thank you so much for the benefits mm. I received from your decision to be hashtag real. <laughs> hashtag real, y'all. So I believe this is what it's all about, right? I obviously am processing in real time. Melanie's processing in real time. And other people are going, holy crap, I feel like that too. Or, I mean, have you ever got, okay, think about this. You ever listen to a song like your favorite band in high school or whoever, you know, that just puts you right in the feels and you're like, read the lyrics and you're like, yeah, man, I know so much, you know, like, oh, yeah, how do they... Chumba Wumba. <laughs> it's just a joke. Not really relate. Well, you, you do like, you do like baths, so, uh, <laughs> uh, but it, it's that, it's that feeling and to think that we can just literally talk about what we're going through and then have it resonate with people uh, is is really an honor. It's it's very cool. And number number two of that, it just tells me how real and human everybody is. Right. Right. We have that same shared experience. That just because you have this or you don't have this or you you've been there done that, it doesn't mean that our experiences aren't uh, very similar. Right? right. I'm not saying we're all in the same boat. You know, some of our boats are smaller, some of them are bigger, or whatever. But it is it is just fascinating to me as as a as a psychologist, and then on the social psychology piece is like, oh, we are really, really, really alike. And mm-hmm. I find that actually comforting when I read emails like that and go, oh my goodness, mm-hmm. that was 
it's, it's easy sometimes to share, right? Mm-hmm. For for us, I guess at least it's easy to share and be vulnerable, and then that helps other people to be vulnerable and share too. Mm-hmm. And then it's just like a cyclical pattern of like, well, dang, come on, jump on the healing bandwagon, y'all. Let's go. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And, <laughs> that it, was and funny. it feels it feels really, really, really good. Yeah. So thank you for writing that email in, and I can't tell you literally, I cannot tell you how many um, uh, folks reached out. Over the last couple of days, like Seth, bro, you know, you want to talk? What's up? It's cool. Thank you, TJ. Thank you, all the all the guys in the uh, Anatomy of Marriage men's group that uh, sent private messages, all this stuff, all the DMs, everything. And uh, there were so many people that were like, yo, we're going through this same exact thing, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it was it was so cool. James, I see you just popped up. Thank you. I want to read your thing later. Um uh, it it was unbelievable. So to tell people who don't know what happened, <laughs> what happened? Oh, since sorry. Even I should have I should have prefaced that. Should have right? started there. But uh, so the other day it was really weird. It was I, it was Wednesday or Thursday. I think it was. Mm-hmm. I feel like it was Thursday. So what happened was um, Seth. I was putting my makeup on in the morning like I always do, and Seth came in and he was like. I want to tell you something. I don't want you to get upset. Like uh, I, I want to tell this to you. Your your face lotion smells weird. It smells like my grandma, and I don't like it. It's mm-hmm. like a break, like a Emily Nagoski mm-hmm. breaks, right? And um, and I started crying, not because Seth cares about my face lotion. Right. It has nothing to do with that. But I'm going to even pause right there because I immediately teared up, and I'm standing there putting my face lotion on, and I was like, why am I crying? Mm. Like inside, I was like, what's going on? Why is this face lotion conversation making me so upset? Mm -hmm. But Seth interpreted it as, oh, I tell her my opinion. She Mm -hmm. gets mad and she's going to cry. Mm -hmm. Okay, game on. Like he was so, you just went straight to, you're doing this because you're selfish and and you won't adjust anything. So it was like all these years or months or weeks or whatever, Mm of thoughts that Seth had been having were kind of assumptively funneled into my tears. Like he saw me cry and he went, Oh, I know what that means. Mm -hmm. It's because you don't want to adjust to me. It was, it was, Oh great. See, I can't show my emotions. And then you started going in on like, uh, well, hold on. Don't, don't, don't do that yet. Cause that's, this is where it gets tricky. Mm -hmm. Like, so say more of what you thought when I started crying. That's, I shouldn't have said anything. Mm-hmm. I should have just kept it in. Why? Right? Because when I share my feelings, sometimes that you don't, uh, they are not, uh, or at least I assume, or it feels like uh, you are just like, well, Seth, you're wrong for this, this, and this. And I'm like, well, mm-hmm. F, you know, I uh, shouldn't have said anything. I should have just white knuckled it. Right. And there were so many guys that were like, dude, I know exactly what you're mm-hmm. feeling, right? Right. And mm-hmm. so what and so where everything got off track, which is this is such a crazy thought, is I ha- I was not crying about changing my face lotion and nothing mm-hmm. to do with that. What it's almost like um like a gate when you open a gate and like a herd of sheep come out. Mm. <laughs> Seth accidentally pulled the pin on that right. gate and all of my emotions and my anxiety mm-hmm. about my skin condition came mm-hmm. out. So I learned this past like couple months ago. I have sub I don't even know how you say it. 
Sibodermatitis is what it's called. Sibori. Sibo? That's what they call it. They call it Sibodermatitis. That was my nickname. I know. I think that's so funny. <laughs> but it literally is like, it's like the version, it's like cradle cap. Like right. if you have a baby, it's what cradle cap is. It is mm-hmm. a type, it's like a fungus, which is gross, but I'm going to tell y'all because this is embarrassing and whatever. But what be. happened mm-hmm. was the face lotion that I use is what his grandmother uses. Mm-hmm. She suggested it to me. Mm-hmm. I, I uh, begrudgingly started using it because everything else I had been using wasn't working. Mm-hmm. And my neighbor is a pediatrician. She's like, oh, no, you don't have dandruff. You have this dermatitis thing. And it gets on your face if you're not careful. And I was like, what? Mm. So my scalp problem gets on my freaking face. Mm-hmm. Oh, sabor. I cannot have saboric dermatitis. I don't Seboric. know how to say it. But so, yes, thank you for saying that because I can never remember Thanks, the word. Thanks, Rev. And so, so what was crazy about that was I was like noticing that this lotion that she had suggested, Pons, by the way, Pons cream, uh, was helping it go away. Right. And so when set, and I literally noticed it that morning Mm. and Seth came in and said, can you stop wearing that lotion? Mm -hmm. It's a, it's like a downer for me or whatever. And well, no, it, it, okay. It's it's no big deal. I'm not upset about that. No, no, I was going to say it's a, if we talk about Emily Nagoski brakes and accelerators that it it smells like my grandma. So I don't want to like kiss or be sexy with you. (laughs) Right. So anyway, so that, so what Seth was assuming was, Oh, I can't tell Melanie anything. See, I shouldn't have said anything. Mm -hmm. But what I was feeling was he had pulled out the, like the gate pin Mm. and Oh my gosh, the, the like, embarrassment of having like my skin get Mm -hmm. weird on my face. I'm on the show every day. Like my scalp is itchy. It's embarrassing. And Mm -hmm. then to think I have to change my face lotion. Mm. It's so hard to change. Like I feel like I'm throwing money away. I'm very cautious about money. Mm -hmm. So it literally was like it it did like a connect the dots of all these fears. I didn't even know were there. Mm -hmm. So I was standing there crying about sebodermatitis. Seth, Seboric. I they call it sebo dermatitis. Oh. So um, Seth was thinking I was crying because I'm a selfish little turd. I was crying because I was embarrassed. Mm-hmm. I felt stupid. I felt anxiety at having to find lotion again. Mm-hmm. I felt a ten thousand things that he was absolutely not even mm-hmm. attuning to, and then he got mad at me. Mm-hmm. So that was what. So what was weird was that. You felt hurt by my tears. Mm-hmm. You didn't ask why I was crying, and mm-hmm. then you got angry on mm-hmm. top of it. So I well, was hold on. like, I'm gonna, I didn't get mad. I didn't get angry. I got frustrated. Right. So right. the 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 key here, I think, which every single couple in the whole entire world will understand this. There's a meaning behind the meaning behind the meaning behind the meaning, right? And me saying, uh, "Hey, face lotion, boom." It wasn't like a normal day, like, mm-hmm. uh, oh, yeah, okay. It wasn't like, hey, can you pick your socks up? Or, hey, Mel, when you cook a thing, can you wash the pan? It wasn't that. It was obviously all these o- other underlying conditions. Mm-hmm. And for me, it was, I shouldn't say my emotions. I should bottle it up and right. do nothing as usual, right? right. And well, for you, there, there was other things, too. Uh, somebody says, uh, or what's yeah, up, JT? JT says, Why does Seth initially think that mentioning the face lotion might make you mad? Right. And because, so, because that's sharing. Uh, so typically, I just, I don't share my feelings, right? I'm going to try to keep the peace. I don't like conflict. And Melanie likes conflict or mm-hmm. finds it stimulating and engaging, which I don't. So usually I'm like, I'll just keep my opinions to myself right. because she reacts. I'm like, whoa. And so then what happens is because he, I am not afraid to tell you what I think about something. So mm-hmm. if you say, 
I don't like those pants. Mm -hmm. I am going to come back with the 17 reasons they're my favorite pants Mm -hmm. because it doesn't bother me that you don't like the pants. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't have emotions about if you like my pants or not or whatever it is, my face lotion, doesn't matter. So what happens is if Seth says, can you wear a different pair of pants or a different face lotion? I'll be like, well, here's my bullet point list as to why Mm -hmm. I like this pair or this lotion. And he takes that as, See, I shouldn't have said anything. Right. See, or she's like gonna... that that's an a, a, that that is too much emotional labor for me. I'm like, "Ugh, forget it." You know? No, really. It makes me sick. <laughs> I barf. <laughs> and what's crazy I'm about this? Barf. So, what what is um, Hello full moon. I know, right? What? That might have been it. Hello, full moon. Oh, you're saying most. I thought he was calling. I thought Jamie, not he. I thought Jamie was saying full. We're a full moon. I don't even know. I was very confused for. Like it. you know, people get freaky or trippy on the full moon. Like a hysteria. Anyway, yes. um, what I was saying was that. So yeah, it's it's interesting, and how I came to the realization of our differences even today is when we went through this stuff and we posted. I posted a video. Seth posted a video. And we were going over the weekend. So many of you reached out to us. Mm-hmm. And it was amazing. So I am going to point out. Uh, Derek says, Seth, we might be the same person. <laughs> <laughs> we might be. So that's the thing. Hey, what's up, Heath? I hope you're doing good, bud. Good to see you. Uh, um, that that's So I got a lot of DMs and emails saying, Seth, Oh my gosh, we're like, you know, right. twin brothers, all this stuff. And then some, and, and not only from, from dudes, yeah. the ladies mm-hmm. said that tough, like, oh my gosh, I don't like conflict and I can't, and my husband's like right. this. Um, what, Matt McDonald and Christy McDonald from The Classic Crime and uh, The Vocal Few mm-hmm. are like that. Like, they are wild. Matt. Why are you, why are you talking about that? Because it reminds me of Matt just loves conflict. Oh, yeah. he, he was will the go one in, who said, I love a good fight. And I was like, oh, yes, you're I know. speaking my and language. And I was just like. Christy likes a good fight too. <laughs> well, yeah, they're kind of similar, but yeah, it was. Yeah. Yeah. But what was interesting is that a, a bunch of people reached out on like in DMs or in comments or whatever, mm-hmm. or even in emails and stuff. And they were like, "What?" well, one guy said, I am Seth every day. And I was like, oh, like he, cause he, com- I said, help me figure out what I'm doing wrong. Help mm-hmm. me figure out what I'm seeing. And all he said was, I am Seth every day. And mm. I was like, oh, that's amazing. And to hear that someone else struggles with the same things that your partner struggles with is very, very, very helpful. Right. But I got an email and it was so cool. Actually, it was three voice messages from Sarah. And oh, Sarah right. wrote, she, she sent me literally three voicemails and I listened to all of them. And y'all, I took notes. I got my computer out and said, okay, I got to learn from this woman. She even says in the beginning, I wouldn't normally do this, but Melanie, you asked. <laughs> I went, oh, okay, there you game go. on. You so one of it. the things that she did w- that was phenomenal, mm-hmm. she said, I noticed a lot of similarities in my marriage to you and Seth. She said, I do the same thing to Seth that you do. She even said, I watched the show to see what it must feel like to my husband. Ah. Right? So then she followed by saying, in my marriage, I, and she said, dismiss my husband a lot. Uh, Rush him. Dismiss him. Can you just shut up? I have a better idea. (laughs) Right? That's what she said. She said, that's not what you say, but that's what you're thinking. Yeah. She's like, that's how it comes across. Can you stop talking? My idea is better. Right. Um, she said it grates him down. I bulldoze, or, I bulldoze over my husband, um, which feels like conflicts, and he lets it slide. And then she said every two weeks we have an outburst, or he has an outburst. And then she said I'll say things like you always and you never. Mm-hmm. And then um, let's see. 
they instead of doing that, they do weekly marriage meetings mm-hmm. so that they can kind of have like a little release of the pressure That's good. regularly. So and also so that he feels like he can talk about things without feeling like he's on the defense. Because mm-hmm. again, if you bring up something that I have an opinion about, I'm going to tell you my opinion. <laughs> Hold on. So um, uh, I posted this video. If uh, you don't, you should follow me over on Instagram at at Seth Studley. And uh, so uh, our good friend Matt Carter and Bridget Carter uh, came over and we shot a billion dollars worth of fireworks. <laughs> and uh, well, I got these bombs, like literal half stick of dynamite, right? So I was just thinking. And so there's a video of us lighting something. And we explode something. And I was running as fast as I can after I light it and almost trip up. But sometimes, I, I here's what I wish. I wish I could tell you something like, Melanie, I don't like your face cream. <laughs> and, and then, then run. run fast as I can. You know what I'm saying? Because yes. I don't want to hear your opinion. I don't want to hear why I should or why I should not or X, Y, Z and like literal blah, 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 barf kind of thing. Sorry, I'm being dramatic. But it's like, it's almost like I can't take it. It, it, it makes me, it makes me. Um, uh, Remember my idea that I said? No. In a in an email I sent to you, you I think you were still angry, so I don't know if you read it or not. Mm-hmm. But like I literally said, let's create a text that at the top it says like almost like a safe word, like mm. uh, like as, as if you wanted to tell me about right. the, the face lotion. Which is Tanny's idea. Thanks, T. But at the top it says something in all caps, like uh, we can't fight about this, or or like uh, safe bomb word bomb. I don't right. know. Expl- I don't even know. And the, the the reason someone think of what it could say so, at the top of the text, and then he could tell me about he doesn't like the face lotion because he right. doesn't like direct conflict. So the reason for that because, and this is what other people said as well, and I'm going to read the comments here in a minute. But it takes like ninety to ninety five percent of my energy. Mm-hmm. To, it's almost like walking up to a cliff and you're going to cliff dive or something. You're like, oh my goodness, oh my goodness. It takes a lot to get up there, right? And then I say it, and then I have z- literal no more energy to hear what you have to say, to hear why and I was right or wrong. you don't have control of the outcome because exact. I'm a part of it now. Exact. So literal, that's a really good analogy in the 4th of July and stuff. It's like, I want to be able to, 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 to say it, to light it, and then literally run, and then maybe an hour or if two did, or three later. So if you actually did that... I'd be like, okay, it's cool. So next time, oh, no, we have please, to do, next we time. We have to do a video. So I'm going to get in uh, the car. I don't like your face on it. No, I'm going to get in the car. I'm going to roll the window down and say, hey, Melanie, and you're going to be recording it. I don't like your face lotion. And then I'm just like, peel out. <laughs> <laughs> All the way down the driveway, shooting gravel everywhere. <laughs> and I'm just standing there. That's really funny. Okay, so uh, Miranda says, this, uh, my husband is just like Melanie, and I'm just like Seth. We have had some of the same type of conflict this weekend. It must be the full moon. I swear the full moon makes my hubby want to fight more. See, things like that is... It gets his moon juice flowing. I guess moon juice. I don't know. Uh, But we are... People struggle with the same stuff, people. Delano, 2319. What does that mean? I don't know what that means. 23, 23 19. 19. Maybe that's the, I don't know. So Diana says, late to the show today, but nothing makes me happier than seeing y'all in a better place now. Thank you for your transparency and showing us what working on things looks like and is worth it. Thank you, Diana. It is. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Kofke says, Les Parrott talks about giving 20 minutes before responding to any needed change to get out of reactive conversations right. and into proactive conversation. That's yeah, so that, w- that would definitely help. I like my idea of uh, telling her than spinning out all the way out of the driveway. Better. Uh, well, and I do want to... <laughs> oh, oh. Are you changing the face lotion? And I'm wondering, when do you not come back with bullet points so he, uh, my husband, LOL, <laughs> uh, knows it's a safe place to share his feelings? Well, well, we're working on that. Well, and I'll tell you honestly. what... Um, 
so yes, I'm probably going to change my face lotion or do some sort of like variation of it, uh, mostly because this conversation sparked me looking more into the actual problem that I have. Mm. And I found some, whatever, some face lotions that should work. So I'm going to try them out. So yes, I'm going to change oh. my face lotion. Uh, so somebody says... Uh, 2319 from the movie Monsters, Inc., where they all panic. Oh. <laughs> I, I guess that's it. Yeah. That's really funny. <laughs> and um, Delano says this from Monsters, the hazardous material. 2319. <laughs> I haven't seen that in so long. I have to watch it again. Yeah. It's a funny movie. But so that, yes, I'm going to change the face of the lesson. But one of the most amazing things that happened when uh, listeners commented, so many people said, have you read the book, The Highly Sensitive Person? Mm. I had never heard of the book, mm. The Highly Sensitive Person. And so many people have- commented on it and uh, said it was a game changer for their marriage. So I, the day that I posted my video, got the book. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I only have like two hours left. It's a 10-hour book. It's mm-hmm. a big book. So I, uh, it is so good. And that is where, um, when you ask the question, like, when are you going to stop bullet pointing your husband, basically? And that book is what helped me understand the differences because, you know, you can like look at Enneagram types and that's helpful. Mm -hmm. You can think about like, oh, well, Seth is raised here, family of origin, all these things. But the highly sensitive person book, it doesn't, the title doesn't do it justice. Mm -hmm. It sounds really weird. Like I wouldn't think of you as being sensitive, but it talks about sensitivities in different ways. So emotionally sensitive might be something that you would say emotionally intuitive. Mm. You intuit emotion. Right way more than I do. Mm-hmm. And it's not a family... And there's a, there's a difference between intuit and assume, right? Because you yes. can come from family of origins where like you're assuming and you're super insecure. What is, what is she thinking? Right. Oh my goodness, am I doing the right thing? Right. And that borderlines on codependent. And I am not codependent. Mm-hmm. Uh, however, being emotionally sensitive and intuitive is literally like on... And we, we, other therapists talk about this as well, like people drawn to the helping fields, yeah. to, the, to the service fields, right. like nurses, doctors, right. therapists, people who are with people all the time right. um, and want to help, the helping professions, yes. usually have some sort of background in like, yeah, I, I have just always been drawn to this work mm-hmm. and I... You're sensitive to I'm it. I'm sensitive to it. And it's like a... You know, if I'm I was, not going to get like super weird and meta, but this is the only e- explanation I can feel. It's like a, an energy field. Like, oh, it's what? a full moon. Go for it. Her, her or his facial expressions. I there's something behind that, right. right? And as a as a therapist, I've always been fascinated since tenth grade. Like, what is that? What does that eye twitch mean? Right. Right. Because it it things mean things. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so what? So essentially, that's a great way to explain Yo, Jimmy, it. Jimmy, what's up? Seth is good. Seth is very sensitive, meaning aware. He intuits other people's emotions. He Mm -hmm. is an emotionally sensitive person, not meaning he's a baby, Mm -hmm. but he senses other people's emotions well. I am the opposite. You come up to me and you're making a weird face, deal with it yourself. Mm -hmm. Like, I got my own problems. Mm -hmm. Like, I am not sensitive to it. It doesn't bother me. You're a pod. I'm a pod, uh, apparently. So it doesn't (laughs) doesn't bother me if, like, it's just not something I'm attuned to. Mm -hmm. Doesn't mean I'm bad and Seth's good or he's bad and I'm good. It doesn't matter. We're different. But at the same exact time, I am a highly sensitive person physically. Mm. I don't like sounds I don't like. I don't like touch I don't like. I don't like lights that are too bright. I'm very sensory sensitive. Mm-hmm. Seth is emotionally sensitive and not very sensory mm. sensitive. He doesn't care about if it's cold in the bedroom. I can't have sex if it's like under 70. Like I'm like my body just goes stop, right? And so it's I'm sensitive that mm-hmm. way, he's sensitive emotionally. So that book I have never thought of these concepts before. 
Never even heard of them, but I'm reading the. I'm actually reading the highly sensitive person in love. There's mm-hmm. two versions. There's highly sensitive person, and then the highly sensitive person in love. Mm-hmm. It's amazing. It is amazing, and it totally changed my percep- perspective of mm-hmm. that. You said, "When are you going to stop bullet pointing your husband?" I'm going to stop now because now I understand that it's too much. That's awesome. It's like, um, and it, there's so many good stories in the book. Like they, the lady talks about different couples, different. Like this one is sensitive this way. This one's not sensitive at all. And how do they whatever? Mm-hmm. And so it's really helpful because there's all these examples of like the wife feels this, so she does this, and then the husband withdraws, and mm-hmm. so you're like, oh my gosh, that's me, right? Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> uh, Brad, what's up, my friend? The best thing that you can both see uh, that you are both a part of every situation mm-hmm. and work together. Yeah, and that's what a relationship is, right? You know, right. Um, Jimmy, my friend. Okay, let's see. What else? So, yeah, it was, again, like I said, something has a meaning behind it, has a meaning behind it, and a meaning behind it. There's no way in the world that I would lose my brain over face lotion or Melanie right. would lose her brain over face lotion. Right. It meant so many other mm-hmm. things. For me, it was like, great, I just can't even say anything. I might as well right. had been been quiet. And somebody even emailed or DM'd or something and says, yeah, my, my wife... Uh, I, I try to bring stuff up and then it always turns into something. Mm-hmm. And you know how many times in arguments I've said, you know, Melanie, it is always something with you. Yeah. It always turns into something. What's the deal? Right. And it that is the absolute truth because mm-hmm. when I say something, it's almost like a um, a, uh, a call and response. You know, mm-hmm. like the phone rings, that's a call. And then you, you say hello, that's the call response kind of mm-hmm. thing. Um, it's I say something, that's the call, but not really the call then there's always a response. Uh-huh. And usually that response is why I'm wrong, why I should deal with it, why I should X, Y, Z, right? And that just becomes a lot in a marriage when when it's over and over and over mm-hmm. again, you know? So, um, and then the face lotion brought up like physical stuff for you and then like your thoughts about money and mm-hmm. yeah, even, even, even bigger stuff. stuff. Like it's so stupid that women have to put on makeup and have all this stuff and you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like... There was a there was a, a whole different thing. thing that it was my tears were about something completely different. The yeah. good the one of the greatest things too, apart from all the amazing comments and people reaching out and the book the recommendations, like those were so amazing. Mm-hmm. But I also one of the things that Seth said when he was really upset at me, he emailed or texted and he said something like, It's like you don't want to connect at all. Like intimacy doesn't matter to you. And he meant like like emotional, relational, all the intimacies, right? Like mm-hmm. he's like, It does it doesn't matter to you if whatever. And it was really shocking to hear him say that because I'm like, wait, what do you mean? I do all like we talk every day on our Mm -hmm. podcast. We talk about our ideas together. How is he interpreting that I don't want to be with him, that I don't Mm -hmm. care and that uh, intimacy and connection don't matter? And so what it gave me this moment of like clarity when I went, wait, that means our definitions of connection and intimacy are wrong, are Mm -hmm. not the same, not wrong, but they're different. And so I can I created I actually made a survey for us to Mm -hmm. fill out called the connection reflection, which Mm -hmm. I want to eventually do a whole episode about. So I think it's really good. And I just basically wrote out a bunch of questions Mm -hmm. like, what is your ideal version of a connecting day? What doesn't feel like connection? And this is the kind of crap that, especially after being married for several years, you think you know Mm -hmm. what's connection to your partner. And something that worked when you were first married doesn't end up working when you've been married for 16 years, right? Right. Or after kids or that kind of thing. So the connection reflection survey literally is like reflect on the connection. Is it working? Is it not? Mm -hmm. Is is something actually broke that needs to be fixed? Do you need to add something in, take something out? And so that was a really great byproduct of this was that I got to clarify like what is actually happening 
If he feels like we're not connecting, I don't understand what's happening. Mm-hmm. Jamie says, get that on the app. I know. That yeah, I, definitely. Ju- I literally just made it on the weekend. And so, so it was- one, one thing that you, you said just now is the things that have worked for a while maybe don't work after 16 years, uh-huh. right? And that's really interesting because I, we, we call that a pivot, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, obviously this isn't working, this communication style, whatever it is. Okay, so you need to pivot, right? Mm-hmm. So today is day 15 of phase two of, of 30 days, right? Mm-hmm. And I wasn't like getting progress body-wise right. that I... Um, bod prog? Oh, gosh. <laughs> you are getting bod prog, okay? Bod prog, okay. <laughs> uh, and what am I saying? You said pivot. Anyway, uh, pivot, right? So I was like, okay, what what I'm eating really isn't giving me the results, right? So I need to pivot. And so uh, it's just like... In your marriage, the thing that worked before may not work again. Okay, Mm -hmm. try something different. Hey, Denise, good morning. Uh, Try something different, right? And some of the communication styles, some of the flow that we have Mm -hmm. as a couple worked 10 years ago, but that was six years ago or 10 years ago, right? Yeah. Um, And okay, we have to pivot, right? Oh, I'm so mad because we're not... No, we shouldn't be be held on to, well, this worked once, let's hold on to it forever, right? right? I mean, it's kind of like what's literally going on in our nation, right? Mm -hmm. Like old systems of of stuff, like all these statues getting torn down and stuff. It's like the things are changing, right? right? And change is okay. It's when we don't embrace that change and hold on to it so tightly Mm -hmm. is where you're going to get the incongruence or dissonance. So going back to the... To the stuff that I'm doing, I'm doing 18, uh, 18 hour fast, six hours of eating, right? And so, oh, okay, you you change that, you pivot. We're gonna try this out. So we can say, you know what, we're gonna try out the reflection connection for one week. That's all. That is how we're gonna communicate, right? Mm-hmm. No matter what, we're committing to this. Mm-hmm. And if it works, it works. Great, we'll do more of it. But right. if it doesn't work, pivot again. Right. And I think of a good visual example of this is have you ever known somebody who has the same they wear the same clothes and makeup that were high like popular when they were 20 but they're 50 mm-hmm. and you're like, "Oh, okay, someone has not gone shopping in the last 30 years." You know what I mean? Like it's a like in the 2000s all I had was girl jeans. Yeah, all you had was bootcut <laughs> girl jeans and like low-rise bootcut girl jeans with studded belts that were white. That's right. Right? Like so think we about that so like band t-shirts and like hair that comes down like this or I mean, or if you were an 80s lady, like big fat hair and huge bangs that went up a mile and over. Right. That is a visual example of not changing and growing. And if and when we see it in a house where, or a person, we're like, oh, God, come on. Like, what is that sighting? Or, right. or you don't have, uh, what is that thing that Joanna Gaines puts on everything? Board and batten or no shiplap? Oh. oh, you don't have shiplap? <laughs> right. So it's a it's it's like a visual representation of not growing, and right. so that's what the connection reflection in my mind is like. What is not actually working? Like what mm-hmm. types of things did we think work, but they don't work anymore, or they worked when we were sing or you know dating, and they mm-hmm. just don't work when we've so been married for fifteen I, years. This came to mind. I think the kind of argument that we had for a couple of days. Sometimes those kind of arguments can make people go whatever right you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. and if you have a handful of those kind of arguments you are going to be like you're gonna doubly whatever well no you'll like triple whatever (laughs) and and then and then it'll be like i might just peace out right and that's you know what i'm saying one of the things that is in the book the um highly sensitive person in love i will probably i'll try to send links do all that stuff but they talk about that very Mm -hmm. thing they're like 
this is especially for us an emotionally highly sensitive person meaning mm-hmm. you sense emotions more you think mm-hmm. about them more you feel them more that does not mean seth is more sensitive than me it means he's more uh, aware of emotion <laughs> right so he for the for people like that they right. call them hsps highly no. sensitive people um they tend to white knuckle everything mm-hmm. they have like a uh, like a rucksack of all the crap that they didn't say to their partner over mm-hmm. the last two weeks, two months, five years. And when their partner does the final, like the thing you tried to bring up, the face lotion, mm-hmm. you take that rucksack and throw it at me at a million and I'm like, Pfft. right. And I fly across the room and it, then you peel uh, out and leave. Okay, hashtag real. I absolutely did not think about divorce for one single second, right? I did not, right? Um, but I was like, F this slow mo like like big time and right. and that felt really freeing actually because my highly sensitive person was like I don't care what Melanie thinks I am doing that's how I feel every day I, pff, oh my gosh <laughs> what end of the show no I mean like uh, I don't care. I know I know <laughs> but uh, a part of me was like just ugh, just I I can't I can't even um. I'm being super dramatic, which is super fun because I love it. Uh, <laughs> wait, wait! I have to get rid of my bootcut jeans. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Not if you're a cowboy and you wear boots. That's cool. Right. But uh, just like the 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 point of okay, I I really just am done. Right. right? I'm not done with you, but I'm like mean. done with this. And I, you know, still went to work and cleaned the house and took the kids, you know, outside right. and did stuff. But I was like. Right? right and it almost felt oh my gosh this is new and crazy but it felt really good because mm-hmm. i turned my highly sensitive person antennae off mm-hmm. right and it was actually a respite you right. know like just right. hey I'm, I'm doing me mm-hmm. yeah you know kind of thing yeah. which is really weird but it that's i, I don't know it it's it's hard to explain yeah. what's up to nico <laughs> tons of smiley faces when i was like Whoa, right. <laughs> but so i think it's it's uh this conversation was much needed i think this whole weird face lotion business yeah absolutely and i we cannot say thank you enough for everyone who reached mm-hmm. out who sent book recommendations who sent um dms and messages and voicemails i mean what an amazing community that mm-hmm. you guys are that it you have blessed us tremendously and we even said Actually, it was when we were still kind of fighting or, I don't know, like in conflict. I posted the video. Seth initially kind of was hurt by it, but then he was like, wait, no, it makes sense. And then he posted his video. But then when he came home that day, I thought, oh, he's still going to be mad. Like, he's going to be mad. Mm -hmm. And I don't know what we're going to do. And I don't know how to manage this. And he said, watch this video. And it was his Instagram post, the 20-minute long one. where like 32 minutes or something. Okay. But so he said, watch this. And by the time... So when he told me to watch it i was like feeling anxiety i don't know what to do by the time i was done watching it it was like oh good Mm. we're figuring it out like Mm -hmm. this is really helpful so your guys's interactions the questions that you asked seth were so incredible for Mm -hmm. us and they are the thing that began the healing process for us was that video the comments people reaching out the books that they shared so thank you and but i do also want to say uh, we are we are always working on our personal growth and the things that matter to us. Mm-hmm. So Seth has went and got hypnotherapy. Oh, let's, let's talk about that tomorrow because this is, has been a long show. Well, I'm saying, so I want to talk about it maybe tomorrow. We can talk about it tomorrow, but I'm telling you, we are getting help. Seth is getting uh, hypnotherapy with 
his therapist is my friend, so I get it every day for free. <laughs> right. But um, so go to getfaithful.com forward slash anatomy of marriage if you mm-hmm. need therapy. So right. one of the things in the highly sensitive people book that they say is if you're a highly sensitive person, doesn't matter if it's emotional, mm-hmm. physical, like I am sensory. Uh, get, therapy is one of the most helpful things that you can possibly do. Right. Uh, and they said that couples who get divorced, only 1% of them, I'm going to say it backwards. It's like almost nobody tries to get therapy when it's appropriate to get it. Mm-hmm. They wait too long, and then it doesn't matter because they've they've gone off the yeah. You've had cliff. too many like ugh, massive blowouts. Yeah. So get therapy now. Go to getfaithful.com forward slash anatomy of marriage. Yeah, getfaithful.com forward slash anatomy of marriage. You guys are going there, and it's working. So thank you. It's awesome. Uh, Danique says that's amazing. Even just listening to you guys now is so helpful. Awesome. Good. Absolutely good. And then another comment says, uh, "Thank you for walking out reconciliation in front of us." Mm-hmm. We find it helpful to do this, right? And it's obviously helpful to you guys. So thank you for that. Mm-hmm. Thank you for showing up every day. Uh, we're going to continue to show up. Tomorrow we're going to talk about hypnotherapy. We had a lot of book recommendations in this. So go to audibletrial.com forward slash anatomy marriage to get these free books. If you mm-hmm. think your partner is a highly sensitive person, mm-hmm. go get, go get uh, what is it? What's the title of the book? Highly Sensitive People, the highly, high, sens- the, the highly, the highly sensitive, sensitive person, person on yeah. audibletrial.com we'll forward slash anatomy of marriage. Feeling sa- fighting, fighting safe, safe word, word. Fireworks. fireworks. That's a good Boom. one. Or like peel out, hashtag peel out, and yeah. then you say something and I can't get mad at you. Hashtag, I the, fuse, still think, hashtag the fuse is lit. I'm right, running. I still think if you literally said, uh, your face lotion smells like your grandma and I don't like it. Can you get a new one? And then you ran through the house and out the door. It would be funny. I jumped out the window like the cowardly like, lion. Like it would be and, uh... funny. Like then I would be like, oh, that actually matters. <laughs> and it's funny. He has not made it funny, so I can't get mad at it. That, so let's so, try it. So that said. would be taking a serious topic, right? That takes a lot of emotional energy and then peppering it with humor. Mm-hmm. But then but you, know. you, under, you completely understand, okay, Right. He is for real. He's serious. You know what I'm saying? We have a bunch of our listeners acting like fools out there. I better get some new running shoes. Right. <laughs> <laughs> love you guys. We love you too. So thank you guys. Thank you for joining us back. Happy Monday. Thank you for joining us on Instagram, Facebook, and also YouTube. Mm-hmm. And send your questions to hello at anatomyofmarriage.com with anything you got, mm-hmm. comments, uh, criticisms, yep. um, praise reports. <laughs> and we'll, part, we'll get this put right. into our, we'll get this put, the connection reflection put into the app. We'll set our, post our books and all the recommendations and everything. But thank mm-hmm. you so much for following us. Again, send your question in to hello at anatomyofmarriage.com and we will see you guys tomorrow. All right. E. Davis, what's up, girlfriend? Okay. Bye, guys. Thank you.